Welcome to the Remote Work Podcast. This podcast is presented by ClearWord.com. Plan and organize meetings more collaboratively and have them automatically summarized into meeting minutes so that you can catch up with any meeting you couldn't attend. All your colleagues' knowledge searchable in your central library of meetings. ClearWord. Meetings redesigned. We are super happy to present our very first interview. Like it's pretty simple. We want to talk with people from the remote and hybrid work community. We want to see how they work, what's their impact, what's their workflows. You know, sometimes working from home, it feels a little bit lonely, but we want to make sure you know you're not alone. And that's precisely what we want to achieve with our community interviews. So let's kick this off with a chat with Donald Kearney from the Grow Remote community. All right. Today we have Donald Kearney with us and... Donald, do you want to introduce yourself and grow remote? Yeah, great. Thanks, David. So um, I'm Donald, community manager of Grow Remote. Um, so I just came into the role over the last few months. The organization was founded in 2018. So even though it's a remote work organization, it kind of was ahead of the curve. And uh, that has given us a lot of learnings and a great platform for growth. And this year, our team has expanded from literally since January 2021, three uh, full-time up till uh, 10 today so it's been a massive year of growth and just a little bit about the work we do grow remote is a, a remote first community organization so we are promoting local community action which is led by local remote workers so we're all about offline and trying to build an online community of, of remote workers to share resources to share experience and, and tools and skills for remote work but then we want to also bring people offline to meet, uh, to connect, and to bring about social, economic, and environmental impact. So it's a social enterprise, and we're uh, sort of straddling those two worlds, but it, there's a great synergy there. Oh, that's very cool, actually. I like At, at Clearwood, we, we hired uh, a guy on our founding team basically a few months ago, and he said, you should check out this Grow Remote community. And I remember joining, and I was, I was actually quite, quite shocked to see the amount of people yeah, and I've yeah, on not our, only from Ireland anymore. Yeah? Exactly, yeah, and on our Slack channel, it's been, um, yeah, thousands of people who are engaging, and yeah, it's very international. So the online community obviously is the mo most international. People from all over the world I had a call last week with uh, a guy from Tanzania who actually joined our local leader onboarding program. So he oh. joined, found it on Slack, I suppose through Google or or whatever, um, or Facebook, and joined Slack. So he's engaging conversations about remote skills and remote tools and, and um, just various things that are come up, themes that are very topical, and then saw that our free onboarding program was all about local leadership, so bringing about social impact in his area, which is a village in Tanzania. And so on that call, he's engaging with people from Offaly, from Westmeath, from Ironmore Island. Um, so yeah, it's a really eclectic uh, world of people, and I suppose that's, the, that's the, one of the benefits of remote. Yeah, exactly. Do you do you have a few examples on like the type of local impact led by remote workers in those communities? Yeah, so one of the things that we rolled out uh, for Q4 last year was the community fund. So we um, we we siphoned off ten thousand euros for explicitly for community projects. So that would be anything with a social impact led by remote workers. So we got loads of applications, fantastic projects. And some of those were apps, like development apps for uh, specifically for 
uh, remote mentorship. So, Ooh. so for people to find sort of like a, a matching app or a dating app for people who are looking for uh, mentors, uh, say they've got a, an app, an application or an interview coming up to find someone who's in that world of remote that can give them that extra, maybe few tips and tools. Um, so that's one of them uh, that Ironmore Island and Donegal uh, chapters are, are leading on together. So they're in the process of developing that. We've got a, a prototype that we've already seen last month and they're hoping to launch it this month. So that's something that we'll, we'll push forward for them and hopefully get uh, users to sort of grow confidence and feel a little bit more engaged with, with their own remote journey. Uh, another example from the community fund was um, in East Galway, we have three chapters that created a regional chapter. So in order to sort of break down social isolation and, and enhance connection at the local level, they not only ran events in their areas locally, but they brought all three chapters together to share and, and to come together for their different events. So those were um, just a forest walk, uh, a guided tour of the local town, and just engaging over food and drinks so these things that you know sound very simple when you say it but we all know as remote workers they're hard to find and they need people to lead and organize and and i suppose the chapter leads and the chapter teams in the different areas that's one of their strengths and that's one of their roles as as chapter leads and then a, a third example would be um that we had uh, a, a village down in county limerick um Brough is led by a woman called Biddy, a fantastic woman who's like a community organizer. She does sort of everything in the community she's involved. She has brought together 25 group, uh, 25 uh, remote workers who don't get to see their colleagues. They don't get to see anyone. And because it's so rural, um, it's, it's hard to find opportunities to come together, especially when, you know, things are closing down and businesses are, are sort of open yeah, irregular right. hours. So she's brought for monthly meetups, she's brought people together to just socialize, but also to talk about uh, rural development and, and things like broadband connection, solutions to problems that everyone's facing. And one of the big goals that she's, uh, she's actually started to engage with the Limerick County Council. She's engaging with people um, in local politics to try and get a co-working hub in their village so that's something that's grassroots and it's it's bringing about impact that will you know have a legacy as well that's that's uh, that sounds like a, a very very positive local impact led by the grow remote community isn't it yeah and it's 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 across all different areas so there's a few different personas that we would see coming into the slack and uh, maybe people like yourself who are you know, running leading managing their teams and companies and they're looking for resources and looking for ways to to do what they're doing better then we've got people who are just job seekers who are step taking the very first step into remote work and they don't really understand what remote would look like in their life and then we've got other people who are community organization uh, community organizations or community organizers who are hoping to have that local impact and that's mm. their kind of prime motivation for getting involved in Grow Remote. So it's fantastic when you put all those people together that, you know, there's lots of really innovative solutions coming up. Oh, that's kind of cool. Do you see a lot of people who are coming out of the pandemic and they've kind of been forced to work remotely, but now they want to continue working remotely in the community? I think there was a real shock to the system of a lot of people. And um, I, to be honest, I think it's taken a year, a year and a half for people to process that for themselves. And mm -hmm. now we're seeing maybe, you know, January 22, I think it was a difficult Christmas for everybody. Um, maybe we thought we'd be in a better position. And I think the last six months has been a real, uh, it's been a, a process of 
of asking questions and hopefully come up to some solutions. So what we're seeing is people are looking for work and there's more people transitioning than ever. Mm-hmm. And remote has definitely become not only an option, but the desired option for a lot of people. And uh, organizations like Grow Remote are sort of gaining traction and they're gaining more members. And we're certainly seeing more and more engagement and trying to sort of give resources all every single day to different people who are coming to to look for for work to look for solutions to uh, managing remote teams and we have certain courses that we're running on that so there's um leading remote teams is a course that we run with remote work ready which is kind of for a starting point if you just want to get into the Mm -hmm. remote work world that's a a course that we offer and then there's some sort of other courses that are on our website as well oh that's very very cool i'm more than happy and I'd say proud and grateful to be part of that community. I'll be honest. Uh, Thanks, I think, Winnie, David. Like I've been working remotely for a good part of the last fifteen years, probably, and I think it was the first coffee hour that you had on a Friday, and I thought it was great to meet with other people who are also struggling. So, like bringing that vulnerability of loneliness mm-hmm. a little bit, if you want, forward and having a discussion about it was was it's very nice to to, to share with other remote workers. Yeah, um, and and everybody is in the same position, and people yeah. are feeling the same things and like this morning at 8 30 we've started just a, a brand new thing for the year and it's it's just a half hour start the day but people are talking about the challenges and they're talking about how hard it is and maybe you don't feel that space with your colleagues maybe you don't get that opportunity mm-hmm. with your remote work um environment so to go to a, a designated space where everybody's experiencing the same thing it's nice to be able to share. And, and that vulnerability, like you said, is, is a massive part of that. Yeah. Thanks very much for explaining the, the, and the, you know, describing the whole Grow Remote community. It's, it's, it's inspiring. Um, now, let's shift it a bit towards yourself. What, what's your remote workflow? Do you work remotely, actually? Yeah, so uh, Grow Remote is a fully remote organization. So when I joined in September, that was, was my first remote role. Now, obviously, during the pandemic, I had worked remotely um, offsite, but I was coming from an entrepreneurial background, setting up a business in education and arts performance. Ooh. So both those things are definitely kind of better and enhanced, and really by default in person. Like they should mm-hmm. be. You know, an audience is always better than a than a screen yeah. uh, when you're doing a music performance. So as a musician as well, like gigs were few and far between last year, but um. In education, we did transition to online teaching, but it was, you know, that was challenging as well. But ideally, you would be in the room when you're teaching singing or teaching piano or teaching drums. It's a much more tangible thing. And, and music is sound and sound is physical. So it's important to be in the room. So, uh, you know, that the remote experiment for my organization beforehand was, didn't work because of the industry. Um, now some things were possible, but in terms of managing the team and, and, and sort of leading the organization remotely, that was also challenging. And I think I've learned so much in the last four months about how to do that better being with Grow Remote, because, you know, this is what we talk about every single day, Mm -hmm. the efficiency, the effectiveness, and I've really, really grown. So yeah, I've got my full desk, you know, remote setup, but my role as community manager is an outreach role as well. So I will be like hopefully one day a week this year going out and about. And even if that's just to a local co-working hub to meet people mm-hmm. and to see what that's like, or it might be going across the country to, to do events. That's the kind of thing that I, I like that balance. 
That's very cool. So it, that, that's a very interesting thing, right? The transition from an industry that you know historically does not really lend itself really well to remote work, and then your transition into let's say uh, it's it's pretty much a one like one hundred and eighty degree change, right? Would what's over your one tip, if you've learned anything about working remotely in the last few months, what would be your one tip that you'd like to give people? Oh, that's a good question. I think the big theme that has that has got me through, you know, that, that, I, that I've really enjoyed and that, has, that I've embraced is culture. And I think remote culture is a particular thing. Not every remote organization does it well, but I think a good remote culture has flexibility and it has trust and i really really believe we just had the uh we were doing some of that leading remote teams course earlier on today and this is another thing that came up trust in your team trust as a leader as a manager of your people and then just building trust if you're an employee of your your greater team knowing that you're not going to be scrutinized you're not going to be questioned because you don't get back to an email and yeah. the idea that you're not at an office, you're not at a desk, so that you can't be visited or, you know, checked in. Um, there are gaps there, and it's imp really, really important to, to foster a culture of trust and then hopefully flexibility out of that because there's no need to be sitting in the same place all yeah, day. Right. Would, you say that, would you say that, I think, like to, to achieve that trust level, right? I think the communication between boss, you know, the traditional boss to employee, mm. do you think that shifted where it's a lot more bi-directional and the boundaries have to be established on both sides a lot clearly? I think over-communication is something that we talk about. And it's it's not that's not in the context of telling everyone everything you're doing, as in, you know, every task I accomplish, yeah. I have to share. No, it's not about that. It's about the process of doing the work and keeping people informed and giving them the option of being informed because if when people feel informed they feel included and that's how you foster and bond the team and that's how rapport builds so a tool that we've used for that is loom um, i'm sure a lot of your listeners know about loom and something that i only discovered in the last few months coming into a remote organization and it's something that we're experimenting with you know trying to work out the best way to use it but instead of an email with an update or instead of calling a meeting for 20 minutes for an update, you just do it in your own time, send it on. And if there are any qu direct questions about that, then people can get back to you. Uh, you know, so th there are there's a real efficiency, but it's async, so it's in people's own time. Yeah, it's um, async, but there's still the human factor kind of, you know, being able to see someone, not just the contextual less yeah, email exactly. that you receive. Yeah, yeah and, and that is all about social engagement and social connection as well. Because if you... Mm -hmm see someone on screen working something out or you know trying to explain it you're gonna just have a little bit more empathy for them because yeah. you can see you know micro gestures and tone of voice and all these things even okay. if you're watching at 1.7 time you know it's <laughs> it gets real fast but you know it's, it's a really good tool but just about your about the sort of hierarchy and and relating to a, a boss figure i think it, it definitely is both ways it has to be and there has to be trust both ways and i think the managers and leaders have a lot to learn about a remote uh about oh, remote yeah. leadership it's not the same thing and just yeah, because you, you have run a business before doesn't mean that you can run a remote business and also you can't just transpose the in-office kind of techniques to online and remote it just doesn't work 
it can't work. All right. Um, listen, Donald, this was this was great. I'm really happy to. I'm going to consider myself part of the Grow Remote journey, and I I, I will continue participating and collaborating. Uh, thanks very much for taking the time to to give us such an in-depth uh, explanation and description of the community. Thanks, Emily. David, appreciate it. All right. Massive thanks to Donald and. As someone who's been working remotely for the best part of the last 15 years, I'm shocked by the amount I get out of the Grow Remote community. If you're interested in learning more about Grow Remote, check out growremote.ie or twitter.com slash growremoteirl or Instagram or Facebook. All their social links are in the episode description. Thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about remote work or would like to come on the podcast to talk about your workflow, please do not hesitate. Email us podcast at clearword.com.